Hey there, folks, and welcome to another episode of Eddie and his amazing friends Hero Cast, formerly the Eddie and Caleb Hero Cast. Today's amazing friend of the week. On your left. Oh, he's back. He's unblipped, folks. Yeah, look who's back, y'all. Episode 163, and the OG. Caleb Baldwin is back here. Follow me at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb, followed by another B. Eddie, it is great to be back here on this lovely Sunday morning, mm-hmm. fresh off of a 11-hour graveyard shift. Mm-hmm. You know, making that uh, making that big boy money. Yeah. Um, what is today? The the tenth. The ninth. The ninth. Seven nine. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, when you work where I work, your days run together. Oh, did you have a good 4th of July? Uh, <laughs> I had a very um, uh, lucrative 4th of July. I wouldn't say it was good. Well, yeah, I had, uh, of course, listeners know, there was the uh, last episode, there was the, the, the ma- well, the uh, fake shooting that uh, dispersed everyone from my fireworks, so that was fun. Turns out, yes, yeah. it was, in fact, completely fake. So, thanks to whoever ruined my 4th of July, and thousands of others. Um, yeah, the, the fake news, of course, yes. I'm sus- I suspect someone just yelled, he's got a gun, and let off a firecracker, and everybody ran, if I had to guess. But that'll do I, it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, it wasn't very funny at the time. but Not at the time, but in retrospect, it's like, okay, you know. Well, it's, it's, a, it, solid. it's sad that that works, but it's one of those can't yell fire in a movie theater, you know. Well, it's like you know, it's like yelling bomb at an airport, you know. It's it's a funny little goof, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that and then people letting off fireworks at 1.45 a.m. Really appreciate that. Look, if you can't let them off before 11, just wait till the next night. Like, what, what's, yeah, the the, what's the hurry? What's the hurry? It's funny you mentioned gunshots and fireworks and everything because I'm 90% sure that at 6 o'clock Central Time this morning, I heard a gunshot. Well, you live in the country, so that's not... It's where it's not where I live. It's where I work. Oh, well, you know, you do work... Um, I don't know. Well, here's the thing about, uh, about uh, where I work, you know, that they put those... Uh, locations they're always built on really good parts of town you know uh, maybe <laughs> that's complete sarcasm they're, they're not at all well the one by me is sure buddy tell yourself that well, it's just in a business area so i don't know okay well this uh today we're reviewing not just a big movie the biggest movie avengers endgame which came out April 26, 2019. Uh, <clears throat> jumping into the time capsule, the champions at the time, the exact same as last week, but I'll go through them. And we made some changes. Uh, in case you haven't been listening, Caleb, the WWE champion is Kofi Kingston, Universal champion Seth Rollins, NXT Johnny Gargano, Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch, SmackDown Women's Champ, also Becky Lynch, NXT Women's Champ, still Shayna Baszler, and the IWGP Champ, still Okada. No changes, but I think the movies from last week only came out a week apart, so... What, what about the 
What about the Impact World Champion? We got rid of that. Wow. I'm gone for just a little while, and you're getting rid of stuff already. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we got rid of Impact and Ring of Honor and then added the women. So we care about well, the women here. Yeah, sure. Number one song, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, dude. <laughs> that was a song. Oh, it was, man. It was. Funny enough, I have a Lil Nas X song in my gym playlist. Was it that one? It's not Old Town Road. No, it's uh, Industry Baby mm. uh, featuring Jack Harlow, noted white rapper Jack Harlow. Well, April of 2019, what were you up to at that time? Being fat. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, I probably won't be on for when you do a show in May. So I will say that that next month, I think it was the day after Labor Day, um, or Memorial Day, as it were, me and uh, a personal friend of mine, we went to SmackDown in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's funny. My my history was SmackDown last week. Actually, let me ask if yeah, you remember I, this. I don't know if you listened. I heard that. Okay. Yes. This is the Roman Reigns and B team match, which lasted a half hour. Yeah, I. That's. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that wasn't. That was such a boring match. <laughs> but that. Oh man, that that era of Tuesday Night SmackDown. Like, oh, some of those main events could drag. And then funny enough, like some of those main events got all the time in the world. Yeah. Was... Or not all the time in the world. They got like no time whatsoever, and they just had to sprint to their finishes and everything. I just. I just remember, like, after the second rest hold in the match, I just yelled out, like, Roman, it's the B team. And, like, I don't I may have used some swear words, but uh, it got a good laugh from people because it's like, we, we know who's winning. Stop this match. It doesn't need to yeah. be this long. And then everyone applauded. They did. Uh, sure. So at this time, uh, if you recall, a couple weeks ago, I mentioned I got a, a new job. Unfortunately, it wasn't really what I wanted. It was more of just a stopgap job. Um, it was just working at a software company. And I went to a fraud conference in Columbus in April of 2019. And I kind of was like, man, I've only been at this new job for like two months. I already miss doing fraud. I'm just basically sending out bills at this point was what I was doing. Sending out bills to banks for fraud transactions, but it just wasn't, um, I was happy to be making more and not working six days a week, but mm, yeah, six days, well, it was six days a week, 60 hours. I was happy about that, uh, to not do that anymore. But, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was missing doing my, what I normally do. Yeah. That has been an adjustment for me. I've been, uh, since I got out of my training, working a lot of like 50 plus hour weeks, and oh, buddy, they they beat the crap out of you. Eh, you got to earn your money. I mean, I I uh, I'm very well compensated, oh, so I'm not going to complain. But well, speaking but, yeah. of well compensated, this movie. Mm. Oh, by the way, uh, follow the show on Twitter, EC underscore Hero. Uh, Instagram EC HeroCast, um, myself, Eddie C85, that's Eddie with a Y. Not on threads. I'm, I'm not, I've, I've banned myself from going, from adding any more social media. You're so cool with your, with your boycott of, of threads. No, I'm not boycotting threads. Uh, 
I guess I would be boycotting TikTok and Snapchat and mm. yeah. If Twitter died tomorrow, I'd be like, well, I'm just not gonna have an app that does that anymore. Or Facebook died tomorrow, I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna mm. do that anymore. So that's kind of where I'm at with social media. I just I don't need to add anymore, and I don't know. Unless they got rid of Grinder, then you got to figure out a solution for that, right? No. Okay. All right, are you on Threads? No, but I'm on Grinder. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just uh, no more social media. I don't, I don't need it. Uh, yeah. But yes, as I said, speaking of well compensated, this movie was well compensated. Budget, massive budget, 356 million. That's probably on the low end. Yeah. Bo- box office, 2.799 billion dollars. Which, um, I mean, clearly we're number one on the list. I don't think that's mm-hmm. uh, a secret. Two point four four billion profit, two point nine one billion for the inflation. That's that blew my mind. The fact that if this came out today, it would be almost three billion. Um, yeah. Of course, it's again number one. Number two is Infinity War. Of course, I don't think those two will change. Uh, let me. Uh, yeah. So massive. And uh, hey, it did it all. With one theatrical run, it didn't have to go back into the theater ten years later because it got a dirty diaper and got mad and was like, oh, but my movie should be number one and then re-release it ten years later. No. People who give a shit about that are very, <laughs> very sad. Well, that would be James Cameron. <laughs> no, you, you, I mean, you just brought it up. Well, I brought it up because James Cameron cared about it to the point where he's like, no, no, my movie needs to uh, mm. be number one. James Cameron is an artiste, man. James Cameron makes superhero movies, but he doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, but T2 was really good. T2 was good. Or the... Uh, what was the... Oh, uh, even this year, when he re-released Titanic for like the 20-year anniversary, right up against Ant-Man, even though it didn't come out in... Titanic did not come out in February. <laughs> mm whatever reason he hates superhero movies but it's like i don't know avatar i mean sucks i mean I don't look, like it. look the kind of people who, who speak out against this are like james cameron and martin scorsese okay like they're very well respected yeah but james cameron makes movies like endgame but not endgame well whatever um yeah whatever but it's number one in my book so. Number number one in the field, number one in your heart. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, Rotten Tomatoes was pretty generous to this. I won't say generous. I would say they were... Well, critics 94%, fans 90%. I uh, would say it's pretty pretty accurate for the most yeah, part. Yeah, pretty, pretty close, yeah. Pretty close to my thoughts. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, the cast... Yeah, I would say let's just hit the high notes here, because if we talked about everyone, we'd be here for a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, then, uh, with that being said, I think we need to start with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Evangeline Lilly, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we'll start, with, uh, let's start with Josh Brolin as Thanos, even though we saw him in the last movie. He's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's great again. Great again, man. I thought he was better in this, honestly, because his character got to show a little more range. And because at 
he, I mean, we he opens up and he's just like this retired dude, and then he goes he goes back in time and he's back to being the guy we saw in Infinity War, and then at the end, he is like he has decided that he now hates the Avengers, and that he's like, well, I need to actually kill everyone on this planet because uh, I misjudged. So he turns to like evil. I'm doing this. Not because it's for your own good anymore. I'm doing it because I hate you. So there's no no altruism whatsoever. Like any guise of altruism is gone. Yes, I loved it. And look, I've seen the motion cap suit he has to wear, and it's very goofy looking when you strip away all the CGI. And to be able to act in that thing was was very impressive. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I guess uh wasn't a huge role in this movie, but I have to bring it up a little bit. But Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Uh, I know Simon really did not like the movie. I liked it a little more than he did, but it's the same problem <laughs> as Captain Marvel. She's way too strong, and it's not a female thing because I have the exact same complaint about Superman. Yeah. It's, it's fine um, if your villain is like, this strong like Thanos or Homelander but when the hero is this strong it just strips away the suspense exactly yeah it's the, it's the John Cena problem exactly um, no um i will say it's funny to observe just how little she was in this film just because and you know it's a strategy thing of like well we could make her like a focal point of this film but we don't know how Captain Marvel is going to do in the box office because it came out three months, two months prior. So they really like kind of played their cards pretty close to the vest on this one, kind of kept her at arm's length, you know? Yeah, and I was talking with a friend about this yesterday because I mentioned I'd watched the movie in preparation for the podcast, and we both kind of agreed like the character's attitude when she shows up, it's immediately like. I, I, I was not into it, and I'll get to it when we actually talk about it, but um, I did not like how she, like, integrated herself with the Avengers, uh, even though Thor approved of her, but... Uh, moving on to someone who I did enjoy, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. Yeah. A lot of good levity, comedic levity in this movie. Oh, for sure, for sure. The scene where he drops his taco and... Uh... Ant, or pardon me, the Hulk gives him one. Oh my gosh. And then the discussion on Back to the Future. That was very funny. Yeah. Uh, and then a guy who had a pretty big role in this movie. I've forgotten how big of a role he had. Don Cheadle as James Rhodes, uh, who may be a scroll if we're watching Secret Invasion. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Who knows? But. Yeah, he was good in it. I forgot how much he was actually in this, but uh, of course there was the line with Nebula, where she's like, I wasn't always like this, and he responds, neither was I, and everybody's pointing to that line, is like, see, he's a scroll, and then the the most recent Secret Invasion might lend more credibility to that. We'll see. I kind of hope that's the case, because that would be pretty cool. But, huh. Uh, Guy who wasn't in the last movie, but it is in this one, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. He had a pretty big role. Oh my gosh, that beginning. That was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great, man. Although, what are the odds that 
all of his family disappeared. I mean, it's supposed to be a random half. I mean, it was random, but like... <laughs> it's like four of his family members and just him left. Yeah. But... No, he, he was great in this. Um, I liked the uh, the don't give me hope line. That's that's a classic. People quote that all the time, yes. Mm-hmm. Another character, character who gets killed off, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Yeah. Mm, sad, but... Uh, I, mean, I didn't have a huge emotional connection to her character, so it didn't really hit me that hard. No, nah, I, I mean, she's not a main character like the ones that we will see get killed off, but... Yeah. I thought, you know, well, I'll get to the death scene. That's, that's really where I have a lot of thoughts on her, but... Uh, yeah, she's uh, she will no longer be with us, except she will, because they make a movie later on. Which um, yeah, I can, I can tell you right now, my big criticism with that movie is when they released it. Yeah, I mean, it'd been fine two, three years earlier. I'll just say that. Yeah. Now the big hitters. Uh, let's see. We have Chris Hemsworth as Fat Thor. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they uh, made a big Lebowski reference in this, and Jeff Bridges was in the the MCU, but whatever. Yeah, he like melted ice cream. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, but no, he was he was good in this. Uh, I forgot that this was Fat Thor. Yeah, they were very quick in that in the sequel or in the in Thor four, as it were. Yes, and uh, it is funny. I noticed when they first go to Asgard or New Asgard, they can't even say the name of Thanos without pissing everybody off. Or at least Thor. And yeah. then in Thor Love and Thunder, they build an ice cream shop with a Thanos theme. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, funny sight gag, but um, I think like that would be like if you opened up uh, a Bin Laden taco shop in Manhattan. It just wouldn't fly. But let's say it'd be like opening up a, like a Hitler art gallery, like right in Israel. Yeah, it's just... I mean, like, I know you got everybody back, but it was still, you know, jarring to a lot of people emotionally and the economy of the world. And I still feel like, not to jump ahead to another movie, people definitely died when they were brought back, right? Like, if you, because you were brought back when you, wherever you were blipped from. So if you were in a plane and you were blipped, you probably reappear in the middle of the sky not in a plane, and you just fall to your death. I don't know, that's something I've always thought about. (laughs) Or maybe you reappear inside the same plane, but then what if someone's sitting in your seat? I don't know. You're sitting on their lap. I guess. I don't know, that's just something I've thought about. Like, what about the people that were in planes? Don't they just fall to their death? Which, I guess that sucks, but, I mean, it's better than not bringing anybody back. I don't know. I see. Well, we have uh, Mark Ruffalo is back as Genius Hulk. Yes. I, I, well, Professor Hulk, sorry. I, I liked the change. We needed an evolution of, of Hulk. I was fine with it, and this makes it easier to do. Because we saw in She-Hulk, he can go back to his human form, so... If they're going to do another Hulk movie, I feel like you need to do something like this. It's hard to do a movie where the main character can't really speak, and it's just an insane person. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, it's, just, it's a... It's a uh, evolution of the character. Yeah. And now the two main events. Chris Evans as Steve Rogers in his final appearance. 
as Captain America. Hmm. I thought he was great in this, personally. America's ass. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. That is America's ass. And uh, I enjoyed that he fought uh, his his past self. That was good. I like that. Yeah. That was uh, that was fun, for sure. I, I like when movies interact with older movies, like in Back to the Future 2, or later on, uh, The Flash. So, I enjoyed oh. that aspect. Not a fan. Oh, I mean, I don't think Andy Muschietti was the guy to direct a Flash movie, but what what do I know? I don't know. They saw It Chapter 2, and Warner Brothers was like, that's our guy. Well, finally, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, Iron Man, his final performance, maybe. R.I.P. to a real one. Until Tom Cruise takes over. Of course, yeah, as as a... Uh... As ultimate Iron Man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... No, they did a really good job of, uh, funny enough, because I have never, like, up to this point, never liked the Iron Man character. They did a really good job in these last two movies of making him sympathetic. They did. Here is something I thought about. I added up all of the Just Avengers movies, just the four Avengers movies. Not yes. including Iron Man or Captain America or Civil War, which all did huge money. Mm-hmm. In the four Avengers movies, they made approximately $6.83 billion. And Disney said, all right, it's time to kill off our number one and number two Avenger. I, I don't think that was wise. <laughs> I mean... Yes and no. Like, there's a part of me that's like, well, you could have done something, you know. But at the same time, it's also like, you know, you have to move on at some point. You have to, because at some point, you know, those those returns are going to diminish. And then, you know, seeing Chris Evans or seeing Robert Downey Jr., it's just going to get a little less and less exciting with each return. I don't know if we were there yet. Because no, because the top four movies on our list are the four Avengers movies. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, maybe not, but the world would turn upside down within a year, so it's all that's kind of true. Well, the only other thing I would say is, um, I would I would ask if I could, like Kevin Feige, like, are you sure it was wise to kill off? Captain America and, and Iron Man, and I feel like his answer would be like, oh, but we're really excited about the people we got coming out. I'd be like, well, you know, Spider-Man will do well. I'll give you that one, but Eternals? Eh, I mean, really? Black Widow? Why are we doing a Black Widow movie after she's dead? Um, I mean, I like Shang-Chi, but no one knows who he is. Um, I feel like the Marvels is not going to do very well. I don't know. I just, uh, I feel like unless you have X-Men and Fantastic Four in your back pocket, which I don't know if they have, it's like, maybe you should have kept them alive just just for a little bit longer. I don't know. Because we still don't even have a Fantastic Four cast. Didn't, uh, oh no, that was Superman that I just saw some news about. Never mind. Yeah, that, well, that, that's another thing. I'm, I'm hoping James Gunn tones down Superman's powers. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see. But at the very least, you know, I think, you know, whoever 
enacts James Gunn's vision as a director, um, will do a much better job directing Superman than Zack Snyder ever did. Yeah, I was, I was. It's funny. I was looking at a Facebook post about this, and apparently Zack Snyder sold out one or two theaters for his, I don't know, something. And the tickets were like $400, and everybody's like, oh, look, this... It's like, yeah, but it was like one or two theaters, not yeah. worldwide. It was well, just like a single movie house. Here's the thing. Zack Snyder might legitimately be one of the most polarizing directors in, in our present day, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate... A, I, there are some movies he's done that I do hate. I mean, but people are like, oh, Iron era man of steel was so great it's like man of steel was fine it was yeah. fine batman yeah. versus superman sucked the snyder cut i did like which we'll get so, to but like the snyder cut to yeah. me to me the snyder cut and we need to get off of these side subjects is long ass movie anyway um the snyder cut gets the same benefit that the suicide squad gets is that it compares better to its original counterpart that's true. And Sucker Punch sucked. I, I just, I hated that movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's jump into the plot now. It's a long one. Yeah. I didn't guess. So, we, we've discussed this, but we open with Hawkeye teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow and arrow, and he's having a cookout with his family when... Every the Lizzie's. Yes, and the maybe a 4th of July cookout. Okay. And the blip happens, his family is all gone. Yeah, they skipped lunch. What a shame. A very effective opening scene. Yes, absolutely. And we cut back to space where Tony and Nebula are in space running out of air like we thought what was happening to the uh, Titanic sub. Said they were dead days ago. Um, No, those dudes faked their own death. Oh, okay. They did. But uh, Tony doesn't run out of oxygen. He is saved by Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Good for him. Yeah, good, good for him. Well, then Tony meets with Steve. We get a... Uh, I thought this was a pretty good scene where Tony's like, I couldn't stop him. And Steve is like, neither could I. Yeah. That was good. And it's been three weeks since the blip. They kind of give a rundown of what happened. They're like, the world economy's in shambles. And yes, 50% of all living people are gone. And Tony brings up, he's like, you know, I don't want to say I told you so, but I did want to put the suit of armor around the world. And Cap's like, well, we tried that, and it didn't work. And he's like, well, we didn't try enough, and they just argue. Um, yeah, yeah, Iron Man's whole argument is, that's not real socialism. <laughs> Meanwhile, Captain Marvel is just like, well, I'm off to kill Thanos. Yeah. All right. Uh, so they determine that if they kill him, they can use the gauntlet to bring everybody back. And right off the bat, this is where I was, like, annoyed with Captain Marvel, and apparently so was... James Rhodey, because he's like, so where were you this whole time? And she's like, well, there are other planets other than Earth. That it's don't like, have Avengers. It's like, true, but Thanos was the number one threat in the entire galaxy, so whatever you were doing does not supersede him. <laughs> like, Bro, chill, she was listening to Nirvana. That's true. But yeah, she's like, well, I guess, you know, the those planets weren't lucky enough to have the Avengers. Like, ha, huh, you failed. Like, okay, well... I still didn't see you here. So, and again, Thanos, number one threat. Whatever you were doing, he takes precedent. Who knows, man? I think you might have missed the point on that one. 
Yeah, she's being annoying, that's the point. But Thor well, does like her, so... I think you might just hate women. That's not true. I gave Alita a very high score. Uh, okay. So Thanos is relaxing in his cottage on a remote planet. He's just enjoying retirement. Dude, that 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 right there, that is the uh, equivalent of the, it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> He's cooking up a nice little dinner. Yep. But you can tell by looking at him he is significantly weaker because he used the stones again. We don't know for what just yet. So the Avengers ambush him. They chop off his arm, but they see the gauntlet is empty. And Thanos says that I used the stones a second time to destroy the stones, and it nearly killed me. And then Thanos tells Nebula, perhaps I treated you too harshly. Then Thor chops his head off. Yeah. He says, I went for the head. Yeah, what did you do? Yeah. Well, five years later, cities are in ruin. Seems the uh, MLB season has not been played as uh, we see city fields abandoned and then a survivors group. The guy talks about the Mets haven't played. I I would believe that because MLB, despite having the most amount of time, took the longest to get started when COVID happened, if you remember. Uh, yes, yes. So I would absolutely also, believe while, that Rob Manfred would be like, "Uh oh, I don't know what to do." And while we're here, five F years. Mets. Yes, I agree. F the Mets. F the Mets. Can't say it enough. Go Braves. F the Mets. Uh, yeah, I, right. I, I absolutely could see Rob Manfred take at least five years to figure out how to restart the league. I mean, what are you gonna do when Bryce Harper got blipped? I mean, you just take all the minor league players who didn't get blipped and bring them up to the majors and yeah. just start over. What are, what are you supposed to do? Oh, my God. This was before Otani got to America. Oh, yeah. Now he might be traded. Jeez. Can you imagine having the two best players in baseball and you can't even make the playoffs? Can you imagine if the Braves were just like, hey, we'll spend money out the ass to get Otani on our squad? I don't. I mean, it's going to take a lot to get him. That's not going to happen. He'll probably end up as a Dodger or a Yankee, but still. No, Hal Steinbrenner's cheap. He's, to quote the Dark Knight, the apple has fallen far from the tree. Or I guess he could be a Padre. They, they like to spend as well. I guess that was Batman Begins, actually. Yes. Uh, well, we do see uh, Scott Lang. He escapes from the Quantum Realm. He was in the van, if you remember, at the end of Ant-Man 2. Yes. And he's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> Which is fair, because mm-hmm. uh, and he finds a memorial park with the names of all the vanished are, including his own, which is kind of makes sense. Yeah. And Scott makes his way to Avengers headquarters, and they invite him in. And he explains to Cap and Natasha that, you know, I was in the quantum realm for five years, but it only felt like five hours. So, yes. So he has a theory. He says, well, what if we jumped into the quantum realm at a certain point and exited at another point? Like, and he's like, well, I guess like a time machine, yes. And Cap and, or, uh, Scott, Cap, and Natasha, they get to uh, Tony's cabin. They explain his theory, and Tony's not really buying it. Then they meet uh, Bruce Banner, who has become Professor Hulk. And he's something like, I kept my brains and I have my body. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> he's kind of into the idea of uh, time travel yeah he likes it yeah I mean look what he did to himself of course so 
Meanwhile, Tony's like playing around with the idea, and he gets like a simulation to work, and he's like, "Oh, this could work, I suppose," which is nice. Tony had no one blipped from his life. <laughs> it's his wife and daughter are still there. Well, I lost Peter. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So they run some experiments on Scott, and it kind of works, although there are some major kinks. He comes out a baby or an old man. Yes. But Tony shows up. He's like, let me guess, he turned into a baby. Well, I know what you did wrong. <laughs> so yeah. he knows how to make it work. So they bring in Rocket, Nebula from space. Hulk and Rocket head, they, uh, head to New Asgard, where they find out of shape Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor is reluctant to join, but they promise him beer. Yeah. And meanwhile, in Japan, Hawkeye has turned into the vigilante Ronin. Yes. And Natasha recruits him. I was glad there was no cliche returns, like, no, I'm not doing it. And then when they're about to set off, he's, uh, someone shows up, he's like, ah, I thought I would join you guys. And <laughs> I, I, I hate those, where it's like, you know the guy's gonna, you know the character's gonna join, but they have to do the, no, I'm not interested. And yeah. That's such a cliche, and I'm glad that this movie did not do that. They kind of <laughs> did with Tony, but not really. That's my second favorite cliche. What's your first? You know, we mentioned it when we did barbed wire. That's a, the first one. Well, we mentioned it when we did barbed wire. You know, a crew of people who work together will mention like, well, since this town, since what what happened in Albuquerque or whatever, my referring favorite, to some happening just by the city that it was in. My favorite cliche is as uh, staring at a funeral from a far away distance. Oh, yes. Yeah. Behind a tree, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But no, this is another favorite cliche where it's like, I'm not interested, leave me alone. And then they show up at the last minute like, thought you guys could use an extra hand. It's like, he oh, he joined <laughs> even though we all knew he would. <laughs> well, back at Time Central, Hulk explains the rules of time travel. It's nothing like linear time travel, like Back to the Future. He's like, there's actually branches of a multiverse, in other words. Um... So get get used to hearing multiverse. Yep, that's the new Tesseract. <laughs> oh, God, is it ever. Uh, so they run a trial run with Clint, and it works. And they all determine we need to jump to a point where their past, they would have been, had an encounter with an Infinity Stone before. So they find points in time. There's six stones, three teams, three different spots, one shot, because they only have enough pin particles to, for, to go back and to go to the front, I guess. Yeah. So they uh, they fire it up, and we see the first team is Cap, Hulk, Tony, Ant-Man, and Natasha. They end... Sorry, not Natasha. They end up at New York at the <laughs> end of the Avengers first movie. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, where Hulk was, like, pretending to be Crazy Hulk and, like, rah, rah. that was funny. Yeah. Um, so, again, I like when old... I like when new movies time travel and interact with old movies. That's fun to me. Um... I like this touch where Hulk ends up at the Sanctum and we see the Ancient One fighting off of the, uh, you know, the, I guess, Loki's forces at the time. I yeah. was like, that's kind of cool. So he finds the Ancient One. She won't give him the Time Stone. She blasts Hulk's soul out of his body. Yeah. Then we cut to Team 2 as Thor and Rocket in Asgard. They had the easiest job, I would say. <laughs> yeah. they, enc- they encountered no adversity. <laughs> Uh, so Team 3 is uh, War Machine, Nebula, Hawkeye, and Natasha. They split up. 
Nebula tells War Machine, oh yeah, my sister and Thanos are looking for the time uh, this stone as well. And then, uh, while I'm on the subject, I would say uh, Natasha and Hawkeye had the hardest assignment. <laughs> I would say, yes. Although the new Team New York had the most intricate assignment with everything needing to go right, which it, it was like It was like an Ocean's Eleven. Which is weird, because I was just watching that last night. Wow. It's true. Uh, it was on after Collision. Um, oh, wow. Oh, Boy. by the way, that reminds me, my history with this movie, I forgot to ask that. I oh. saw it once in theater, and then like a million times on TNT, because it's TNT's favorite movie. Yes, but, uh, I've seen it, I saw it twice in theaters, and twice actually within the same week. Um, once in, you know, your standard, whatever the hell. And then three days later, had a day off. I'm like, I'll go see this in 3D. Oh, how was it? It was fine. No, I'm not a big 3D guy. It's just a. I'm really not either, but sometimes I like the novelty. Yeah. And then about halfway through, I'm always like, man, I, I didn't need to do this. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I should say I've never seen it all the way through on TNT, but I've seen bits and pieces for like years now because again, yeah. it's, TNT, it's TNT's favorite movie. Yes. Uh, so, we cut to, uh, by the way, Thanos is back, but it's past Thanos. It's the Thanos that's looking for the stones. So, mm-hmm. he is... They killed him, but he's back. So, I, I thought that was very clever, how they did that. He's, he is a young, ambitious Thanos. It's like if if 2022 Caleb showed up to talk to 2023 Caleb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... This Thanos has an advantage that the other Thanos did not have. He can see the future because uh, Nebula, the evil Nebula, her optics start messing up and it shows what her future self talking to War Machine. And Gamora is like, something's messed up on her. And Thanos is like, no, let her cook. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see where this goes. He's like, nothing's messed up. Something's going on and I don't like it. So, Tony and Scott, they go to grab the Tesseract after the past them gets arrested, or just arrested Loki. Future Cap, this I loved, Future Cap gets in the elevator with the Tesseract from the past with the Not-Shield members. And yes, he, Yeah, he's like, I'll take this Tesseract. They're like, I don't think so. And he's like, it's okay. Hey, Hydra. And they're like, oh, okay, he's with us. Yes. That was funny. Um... Because that was, uh, I think that was in like a comic too, where Cap does Hail Hydra. Yeah, like... yeah, that was a whole point of contention on the internet for like a week. Yeah, I liked the memes that came out of that, where they take like famous babyface wrestlers and turn them heel. Yeah. Um, so they got the the other stone when Ant Man shrinks inside past Tony, pulls his plug, and kills him. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Loki grabs the case, and in the distraction with Hulk busting through because he had to take the stairs, uh, Loki just teleports out of the movie and into his own Disney Plus show. Yeah. That was good foresight, I will say. And Loki has easily been the best Disney Plus show. Oh, for sure. Although I kind of like Secret Wars. It's Haven't getting, started. It's getting not as great reviews. I like it. Although Episode 3 was just kind of meh, but it happens. Elsewhere, I think the last Marvel show I watched might have been Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, or I guess Hawkeye came after that. I can't remember. It did, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we got uh, Loki's coming, I think, October, maybe? Maybe even before that. And then I think Echo, which I don't know who asked for an Echo show, but we're getting one. Um, elsewhere, Cap finds his past self, and past Cap thinks it's Loki, which is makes sense. And the two fight, but future Cap wins when he's like, Bucky's alive. He's like, what? And then he knocks him out. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. I liked when past Cap was like, I can do this all day. And future, yeah, Cap, future Cap was annoyed with his past self. Like, I know. Yeah. See? Movie's interacting. I like it. It's fun. Mm. Uh, back with Bruce Banner's soul, he's with the Ancient One. She says if uh, she gives up her stone, it'll benefit his reality and not hers. And Bruce says, well, we'll, we'll still return each stone to the timeline, I promise. And that the blip will never happen in any reality. And she's like, eh, I don't know about that. And Bruce then says, well, then how come Strange just gave Thanos the stone? And Ancient One's like, oh, I didn't realize that uh, he did that. It's like, huh, if he did that, then it must have been for a reason. So, okay, I'll give you this stone. I did like where she's like, oh, Strange is 18 blocks away performing surgery. He's not <laughs> here. He won't be here yet. You're about four years early, yeah. That was good. So, it's one of those... Uh, so, Ancient One, yeah, she gives him the stone. It's kind of the... Uh, she realizes why Strange gave up the stone. It's a trust the process, tank for the first overall pick kind of thing. So she gives Hulk the stone. Hey, it worked out for my spurs and not for your blue jackets. Hey, I like the guy we got. He seems pretty good. Mm. And I like Victor Wimbam Yama. Yeah, I saw his first spring or uh, summer league game. He's a bust. No one gives a shit about summer league. <laughs> Back with Thanos, they examine Nebula and confirms his suspicion. He's like, so Nebula's going to betray me, and the Avengers are trying to stop me because I was already successful, and they're trying to undo what I did. So elsewhere, Thor gets his hammer and the stone. Again, no uh, adversity with Thor and Rocket. He just saw his mother and made him sad. He, yeah, I was going to say he was sad. Yeah. He had to talk to his mom. <laughs> that was literally the adversity they had to deal with. He had to mm. sneak around the castle. So, Nebula gets the Power Stone, War Machine, and Nebula try to leave, but he does, but she doesn't, because she can't, because Thanos has some kind of hold on her. And Thanos is watching a recording from her and sees himself being killed. I do like when uh, he sees himself say, I am inevitable. He's like, ooh, I like that line. I'm going to use it later. <laughs> I, sh I should write that down. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm clever. I'm gonna. I like what I said. Yeah, that that guy, that guy. That's a that's a good line. That guy said. So Thanos now knows everything, and he's like, I know that I won, and I know what they're trying to do. So, back in New York, Tony, Scott, and Cap, they're all lamenting that they lost the stone to Loki, but uh, Tony has one more idea. He says we can travel back in time. Um, where they were holding a stone at a military base, plus there'll be some PEM particles there so we can go back. Because remember, they only have one trip left in them, but they have to yep. return with a stone. Yes. So they travel back to Jer uh, New Jersey in 1970. Uh, we get our final Stanley cameo. Sad. He drives by the military base. He's a hippie. He says, make love, <laughs> not war, then drives off into the sunset. Mm. Yeah, and then, he, and then he's dead. Yeah, well, he'd already died, um, I forget yeah, which movie, yeah, right. 
maybe Captain Marvel where we got the all Stan Lee Marvel intro. Yeah. Um, so Tony, he goes, he grabs the stone from basement of the shield building, but he runs into his dad. They have a nice talk. Steve goes and steals the pim particles from a very de-aged, uh, <laughs> uh, Hank Pym. Oof. Yeah. And he, but yeah, Steve or, uh, Tony runs into his dad. They have the talk. And then mm-hmm. Steve also sees Peggy from uh, another room and stares at her creepily. Yeah. Elsewhere, Nebula is caught by her past self. Past Nebula makes some altercations to herself to look like future Nebula and plans to take her place. Back with Natasha and Hawkeye, they run into Red Skull. Here's the toughest of the stones to get. Mm-hmm. And he explains how you have to get the Soul Stone, we all know this, and they talk about who should do it, and they don't agree, so they kind of have a fight over who gets to kill themselves, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it was a very weird scene when I watched it in the theater, it still is weird to me, but ultimately, yeah. Natasha does the honors, she kills herself, gets the Soul Stone. Everyone got the stones, and they're transported back to Avengers Headquarters. And... Minus Natasha. Yes, and Thor thinks that they can still bring Natasha back, and they all kind of realize that the stones are only going to be able to bring back people lost in the blip. Can't bring them back post-blip. Hmm. So they load the stones into Iron Man's glove. Thor's going to try it, but then it's like, now you're a drunk. So Hulk puts on the glove, and he determines his body is strongest to handle the snap. Meanwhile, Thor is adjusting to the gauntlet. Nebula has done something with the time machine. We don't see what just yet. Hulk snaps and nearly kills himself. And then Hawkeye gets a call on his phone. It's his wife, and he determines that it worked. Oh, gee. That's good. Everybody's back. So so it works by piecemeal. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Just then, Thanos' ship flies in and destroys Avengers headquarters. That's what Nebula was doing. She was transporting she was time traveling past thanos into the future yeah in the wreckage hawkeye grabs the gauntlet as thanos beams down uh thor captain america and iron man find thanos who's waiting on his soldiers to find the stones thanos says what he must he's like you know what i must do now is kill the entire population of the world this time i i was i was too nice i see you guys just can't let it go yeah now i gotta kill 100 percent this is what happens when you try to help people out, man. I like that they were like, he's like, and a new world will be born of this. And he, I think it was Cap is like, and what happens when they find out what happened to the old world? And Thanos is like, they'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so the three attack Thanos doesn't go so well. Meanwhile, Nebula finds Clint and takes the gauntlet, but Gamora has done a face turn, stops her. She's with good Nebula, but old Nebula doesn't listen, and future Nebula kills her. Yes. And future Nebula vanishes because she killed her past self. No, that's that's not how that works. Oh, wow. Meanwhile, Thanos is about to kill Thor when he is saved by Captain America wielding Thor's hammer, which I remember got a big pop in the theater. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you built it up four years ago. Yeah, no one could lift it except Vision. Yeah, exactly. But even with the hammer, Thanos is just too strong. He breaks Cap's shield with his big double-bladed sword. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Thanos tells Cap, in all my years, it was never personal. But today, when I vouch to your planet, I'm going to enjoy very, very much. 
And then Thanos' sons and his army appears on Earth. Just then, the portals open up, the Doctor Strange portals. On your left. Yep. And the first one, out comes Black Panther, which rewatching it, I got a little choked up when I saw him walk out. I was like, oh, that's cool. Little Pussy. bit. Yep. Then the Guardians come out, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, pretty much everybody. And I'm not sure why they didn't show up exactly right after the Hulk snap, but who cares? It made for a cool visual. I thought Doctor Strange would work a little faster than that, but I guess not. You would think. So we get a giant battle between the Avengers, the Guardians, the Wakanda army, the Asgard army, the Sanctum army, all against Thanos' army. We get the mid-fight reunion of Peter and uh, Tony, also Quill and Gamora. Mm -hmm. Although it's the new Gamora, she has no memories of uh, being with Quill. And more fighting, and we get my favorite insult in the entire movie. Maybe my favorite insult in the whole podcast. When Wanda shows up and tells Thanos, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. I use that uh, gif quite often, usually with Mets fans. Yes. So she does get the best of Thanos momentarily. Then he unleashes his giant ship, a massive cluster strike, which takes out many people, including his own. Uh, Spider-Man then ends up with the gauntlet. Then the cluster strike stops as they all turn their attention to something else. It's Captain Marvel, who apparently the blasts from the ship do no damage to her. And she takes out this giant Manhattan-sized ship in about three seconds of screen time. (laughs) It's like... Again, what what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it might be a little OP. A little. Meanwhile, Scott is trying to get his quantum machine to work from the van, which I don't even think actually pays off. In the, I'm not sure why they did that. Or maybe I missed something. I don't know. But Captain Marvel gets the gauntlet from Spider-Man. We get the famous girl power scene where all the female Avengers are on screen for a, for a second. Oh, boy. Yeah, girls get it done. I mean, it... It didn't bother me, but... Uh, definitely wasn't forced at all, whatsoever. It was definitely forced, but... Yeah. Uh, technically, Peter Parker was in that scene, too. Mm. But... Well, anyway. Peter, I... Yeah, Captain Marvel flies at Thanos. He gets the gauntlet back, punches her, like, 100 yards away, which I'm surprised they actually had her sell something. She was, like, Goldberg <laughs> for the first 50 matches of his career. It's like... <laughs> But yeah, that was like the first time she sold anything in two movies. Nice. Anyway, Iron Man goes after Thanos. He gets kicked away. Thanos says, you know what? I'm inevitable. But nothing happens. And he looks at his gauntlet. There are no stones. Turns out Iron Man pickpocketed the stones. Yes. And says, well, I am Iron Man. He snaps his fingers. And Thanos' army turns to dust as Thanos watches... And then he, too, turns to dust. Unfortunately, the snap so weakened Tony to the point where he has now died. R.I.P. to a real one. The realist, some might say. Some would. Everyone then kind of returns to their loved ones, but they have a funeral for Tony. Thor decides to join up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Hulk tells Clint, he's like, you know, when I snapped, I really did try to bring her back. 
Cap and Bucky hug, and uh, Cap enters the time machine and teleports back to bring put the stones back to where they all belong so that every reality can do what they did. But he doesn't come back. Instead, there's an old man sitting by the lake. It's Steve, who is now old. And Sam walks over, and uh, he's like, you know, I did put the stones back, but I decided to uh, have that life I always wanted, and... It, it worked out. And then Steve then gives Sam his shield. And Steve and Sam shake hands. And we see Steve has on a wedding band. And Sam says, well, you know, um, he asks to, he's like, hey, tell me about her. And then we get the famous gif, no, no, I don't think I will. Which, I of course remember that, that gif. But yeah. I forgot why he said, no, I don't think I will. Which is a very weird reply, and it's kind of a dick thing to say. <laughs> it's like one of your best friends got married, and you're like, oh, cool, what's she like? And you're like, well, I'm not telling you. Like, okay, that's weird. But that's how we end the movie. <laughs> we we cut to a, a young Steve and Peggy dancing in their old 1960s house, and roll credits, no post-credit scene. Yep, that's it. Man, that was Avengers Endgame, the biggest Marvel, movie like, of all time. If Marvel took like two years off here, no one would have batted an eyelash at all. Yeah, I mean, with the benefit of hindsight, I probably would have done the two Spider-Man I, movies. I you could argue they did take two years off, but yeah, not, I mean, not by, not by their own choice. Yeah, like I said, I would have done the Spider-Man movies, because those, not only were they successful, they helped kind of give some closure to Endgame. Well, and Spider-Man always makes money. Like that's, yeah. that's just a fact of the matter. But a lot of these, the Shang-Chi, the Black Widow, the Eternals, a lot of it just hasn't quite worked. Um, well, I, um, I would say don't include Shang-Chi in there. Like, Shang-Chi was awesome. Look, I liked Shang-Chi. I mean, but now there's, like, talk of, like, oh, well, Shang-Chi 2 is coming out. Like, do we need a Shang-Chi 2? Like, I feel like he could just be one, and it's like, okay, now he's an Avenger now. And hmm. I just, the direction they're going, it sounds like they're doing Young Avengers, which I have really no interest in. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, Secret Wars, I'm, uh, we'll see. The Marvel's story progression has been very slow and if you look at the first avengers which was 2012 we saw thanos appear at the end of the movie and he just turns to the camera that took seven years between our, his first appearance and his death and here we are since 2019 which would be spider-man fly from home which was the first post endgame movie and we know we're building the secret wars but it's 2023, and Doctor Doom has not even been cast yet, and he is the main character in Secret Wars, so mm. kind of a problem. I don't know where they're building, and doesn't help that Jonathan Majors might be a terrible person. I don't know. Uh, you just recast him. It's not the end of the world. Eh, I mean, you could. But, yeah, that was Avengers Endgame. Um, I guess I can go first, or you can go, whichever... I I'm the guest here. Oh, yeah. You go first. By yeah. All means. No, this was this was very good. This was very good. However, 
it's not a 10 out of 10. No. You know? You could have trimmed some fat off of here. But that being said, it is still a very, very respectable 9 out of 10. All right. Yeah, this wasn't... When we both gave Infinity War double 10s. Yep. I have two complaints about this movie. Number one, uh, the fight scene with Natasha and, and Hawkeye, I just... That would have been a better scene if it was just done with talking. Yes. I, I think when they started fighting, it was it took away from the seriousness of the moment. It should have just been Clint saying, look, I uh, spent the last... I'll go. I spent the last five years trying to make it right, and uh, I never really did anything, and now I have a chance to do something. And Natasha saying, no, no, you know, you, when we succeed, your, your wife is going to need a husband and your kids are going to need a father. I don't have a family, you know, let me do it, please. I'm ready. And then she could do it. Clint would be so distraught that he can't even watch. It could have been a really serious moment. Instead, it's yeah. just, it was goofy. And I, I thought that was a bad misstep. The other complaint, <laughs> I hate to keep bringing it up and feels like I'm picking on her, but the Iron Man sacrifice scene, it always bothered me, and I never could f- properly express why until I rewatched it yesterday. And it it was the scene with Captain Marvel coming in and just immediately taking out Thanos' ship. And the ship is a massive ship, and it was doing tons of damage, and the fact, and yeah, I know she got punched, but they never, her and Thanos never really had a true one-on-one battle. Uh, so it's hard to say if they would have had her on his level or not. But it's like, once she showed up, the tide of the battle completely flipped. And I felt like Iron Man didn't need to kill himself, because like you were winning the battle at that point. Why did you do that? Now you could argue, well, he didn't want any more people to die, I guess, but... I don't know. It just, it didn't seem, it seemed like something you would do as a last resort. And it didn't feel like, especially when Captain Marvel showed up, that it was a last resort. So, I, it, it, it goes back to the conversation you, Simon, and I had at, when we did Justice League. It's like, why do we need the rest of the Justice League? Clearly Superman's doing it all. Yes. And it just feels that way here, where it's like, why do we even need all these Avengers when Captain Marvel shows up and just immediately takes out Thanos' ship and took no damage from all the bullets they fired at her. Um, I don't know. I just... Maybe if the ship started, like, repairing itself, and it's like, oh, this is not good. It's something to where it's like, you know, I don't know. But it just... it. I don't... You're killing off your major character. It just didn't feel like he needed to do it at that point. And I feel like his... If you're killing off Iron Man, it's got to be done really, really well, and I don't think it was, and it was a pivotal moment in the movie. So I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. It's a very good movie, but, you know, I think a lot of people had the highest of high expectations for it. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, look, it it was really good. Um, I think the fact that you're saying but, you're saying disappointed 8 out of 10 tells yeah. you no. Yeah, I think people looked at... Um, like, after, you know, uh, Batman Begins, people knew that Dark Knight was going to be awesome, and it blew people's expectations away. Yes. I look at this, it's like, oh, Infinity War was awesome, and they're hoping Endgame blows their expectations away. And I think it probably met most people's expectations, but it didn't blow them away. And I think because it didn't blow people away, 
people left a little disappointed. I did not leave disappointed. There could have been some tweaks, sure, but an 8 out of 10 is a damn good score, so... I mean, who was the running back that spoiled? Was it Desha- who? There was an NFL player that spoiled uh, Iron Man dying on Twitter. Oh, I thought it was a um, a UFC fighter. <sighs> I mean, Colby Covington did yeah, that. Too. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, it was. Oh gosh, it was. Um, I feel like he played for the Bills. Maybe. That's Lashawn McCoy. I think it was. Damn it, Shady McCoy. I got it spoiled for me just i was reading an article nothing even like uh, it was about the movie but like and there was no spoilers and someone in the comments just said iron man dies yeah i was like okay thanks i mean i assumed he would so it wasn't like that's the thing i couldn't be too mad because i was like i just kind of assume he's dying yeah that was the rumors at the time that he was dying and you know you can always bring people back and he's already been rumored it's like oh he was on the set of Thunderbolts or whatever movie. I don't remember which one he was on the set of, but he was yeah. like, oh, Robert Downey Jr. is on the set of one of these movies, and there's still talk of Tom Hanks doing, or Tom Hanks, Tom, Tom Cruise, Hanks. wrong Tom, Tom Cruise doing uh, Iron Man, evil Tony Stark, or whatever, so. Uh, say Tom Hanks would maybe be Howard Stark now? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see what they do with... Uh, future avengers it's it's taken a long time to get there they're yeah. uh, they're putting a lot of pieces into place and uh i think audiences are kind of getting bored with all these pieces and you know yeah. like, oh we got to do celestials and incursions and multiverses and it's like just get to the secret wars already like yes we, we don't need all this we really don't and we still have not heard of why that big statue sticking out of the ocean it's been multiple movies now crazy what what are you talking about in eternals when there's a big giant man sticking out of the water it has yet to be referenced in any other marvel movie oh i haven't seen eternals since i saw it in theater pal well we'll have to have you back on for it no well next week is uh speaking of characters that are way too strong although again i don't mind it when it's the villain Although in this case, there was no hero to go up against it. It is Brightburn, which is on Hulu Premium. I don't think I have that, so I'll just do it at the library. Um, but yeah, David Denman back on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, old, uh, what's his name? Uh, Roy. There we Roy. go. Roy. Roy from The Office. He was also yeah, in, um, uh, what else was he in? He did another, uh, oh, he was in uh, Power Rangers. That yes. was it. Yes, he was he was Billy's dad in Power Rangers, or not Billy, uh, Jason's dad, yeah. Dad, yeah. But yeah, Brightburn is next week. Probably maybe another solo episode. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't do this every week, guys. I'm sorry. Now, well, here's what we got the rest of 2019. Just since mm. we're on the the subject, yeah. we got like I said, Brightburn next week. X Men Dark Phoenix, which I will have oh, a guest oh. up, which I'll have a guest on. Is it going to be Josh Davis? Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, I had a guest on, but he just got a new job, so I don't know. We'll see what uh, his schedule looks like, but congrats. But uh, hopefully get him on for Spider-Man Far From Home. And then wrapping up 2019 is Joker. 
And uh, I don't know if I'll do a year-end awards show or not. It'll just be a solo episode. But I also but, want, I don't want the tradition to die. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, that is 2019. And then we get into the everyone's favorite year, 2020. I mean, there there was what? Uh, Wonder Woman and Bloodshot? Well, since and we're... And Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Since, you know, might as well. Uh, Birds of Prey, Bloodshot, New Mutants, We Can Be Heroes, Netflix movie, and Wonder Woman mm. 84. Yep. We are chipping away. And uh, real, real quick, I saw there were some delays, so... Kind of feels like uh, Captain America, Brave New World, crappy title, uh, won't be out in time for the end of the podcast. Deadpool 3 might be the final episode, which I think is appropriate. New World Order. It wouldn't have been delayed if they'd have just kept that title. Exactly. I'll tell you that that much. But yeah, it did. Eric Bischoff wouldn't let that happen. No. But yeah, Deadpool 3 might be the final episode. How sad. I mean, you know, TV shows exist and everything. I know, but I also might not want to do it anymore. We'll see how I feel. (laughs) Yeah, especially since your co-host quit on you. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't mind the solo episodes. It's it's a relief to not have to search and find a, a guest every week. And I realize not everyone... Like when I asked a friend of mine, like, hey, do you want to do Hellboy? And he's like, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> I understand. Well, again, the only thing keeping me from doing this every week is just I don't have the time. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you did all the movies. You did the Hellboy. I mean, the good Hellboys. You would have done the old Hellboy. Yeah. And, um, you know, all these movies. Um, I mean, shit, I reviewed Tank Girl. Hey, we liked Tank Girl. Tank Girl was fine, but, like, I reviewed Barbed Wire. Barbed Wire was not good. I reviewed Howard the Duck. That was bad. I reviewed, reviewed Girl. Catwoman. Yes, Catwoman. <sighs> Electra. <laughs> Electra's coming back in Deadpool 3, which I suspect will be a very funny cameo. I'm sure it will, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shoot for Deadpool 3 as, my, as possible final episode. R.I.P. to the podcast. Maybe. Ooh. We'll see. Uh, the podcast died after Infinity War. Yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> got... that's a joke, by the way. You're doing I... a good job. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, I yeah. take it, Dick. <laughs> well, yeah, that's next week is Brightburn, and then you heard what was coming up. Yep. And uh, we'll we'll get Caleb on for a couple more of the bigger movies. You know. I mean, I'll see when I can come on. He does get days off, folks. It's not, I do, actually. It, Funny it's, enough. Not a, it's not a seven-day-a-week, 70-hour-a-week job. No, but it, it is five days a week and almost 60 hours a week, so, you know. And it's graveyard. With a long you know? commute. It is a one-hour commute, one way, yeah. Yeah, I had a, a half-hour commute in at Goliath Bank, so it was yeah. an hour in the car every day, plus the 60-hour work week. So, well, yeah. I'm... Got, I mean, I've got you know an hour each way, so you know two hours a day driving. But yeah, yeah, that's that's rougher. It is, but you know the the money's nice, so I can't complain. Well, my money was not nice, so I could complain, and I did yeah. often. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Goliath Bank all the way in the past. Yeah, but man, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Like I said, we'll 
you know, we'll sh- I don't know, maybe once every other month or something, we can find a a big movie to have you on for. But we'll figure we'll figure something out. Definitely Eternals. You seemed real excited about that one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Actually, I kind of want a coworker of mine to be on for that one. He's the only person I know who was actually excited for that movie to come out, and uh, I'd be very curious to hear why. <laughs> I don't think I ever asked him. I think I just felt bad, like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah he, he was excited. He was like, oh, I got my tickets. I'm excited. Like, okay, well, you're the one. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've tried to have him on for a few times, but the schedule just keeps falling through. Yeah. But we'll get him on Eternals. I'll let him know. It's about a 15-week notice, so it should give me enough time. For sure. For sure. You going you gonna to take us out of here, or are we just going to keep talking? Well, I can take us out, uh, since I'm the quote man now. <clears throat> I am Iron Man. Oh, cool.